0: It's a nightmare, mate. This is why I said at the beginning of the pod, I've got, I'm going around in circles here. I've got more drafts than can fit on my camera roll. I'm going to need to buy more memory space from, uh, pretty iCloud at this, at this point in time. Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks, your one-stop shop for everything FPL. Let us bring out your inner maverick and we'll find you those FPL gems. Join us each week for the highs and the lows of FPL points, hauls and flops.
1: Welcome back, Roscoe. Hey mate. How are you fella?
0: Yeah, very good. Very good, looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, um, (laughs) lots to talk about and digest um with a couple of Mavericks thrown in um I think the the actual break between game weeks has been 14 days is that right yeah that's uh it's it has felt a very long time
0: I um yeah I've, I've done a fair bit of research here I'd forgotten all about
1: what was going on <laughs> <laughs> well for all the listeners uh Roscoe is a great fancy football player he beat me last year um good mate of mine and um i think he's beaten me the last two times you've been on mate i
0: actually don't remember the last time because we were drinking uh at the pub yeah. so i can't really
1: remember what happened there oh true yes yeah. so the last time we were in uh we recorded we were in dirty dicks in edinburgh so um there was a bit of uh interference on on the the noise but hopefully this will be a bit clearer today so um going over for all the new listeners um mavericks today uh they are a differential pick which is under 10 percent owned and um if you pick them it's a risk but if you pick them and they work out then they're going to pump you up the mini leagues which for a lot of people uh listening to the pod at the moment and who i've spoken to or actually listen to the pod Um, that could be them. So this could be a great couple of picks this week um, to pick a decent Maverick and go with Roscoe and myself. It's obviously totally up to you. Um, So scores on the doors at the moment, we're still 4-3 because uh, me and Matty, um, Drew, both got two two pointers each. So that keeps the scores fixed. The Tuta League, Andrew Cahill, Top of the pops, storming at the top 419. Simon Capham 88 in second, and Peter Stein fourth and third. The highest scorer for the game week was James Fitzgerald in a really interesting week, mate. And this might take us into the to the little um review of the game week. Watford, Dennis. I can't believe how long ago it was when Dennis got sent off. What did you make of all that, mate? Were you a Dennis owner? No, uh, a king
0: owner um, for, I would say, six or seven game weeks now. And anyone else who's had him will be as frustrated as I've been looking at his stats um, and the eye test even of watching clips. And and, and he really hasn't returned anything um, for about five or six games. So, yeah, I was worried about Dennis um, doing something in those games. I had King and I couldn't really switch it round, so I just had to cross my fingers. <laughs> so I was I was a bit relieved. <laughs> after yeah, personally,
1: I, I was similar, mate. I had Dennis and I did one of my Maverick moves and brought in Joe Pedro, thinking that I'd be I'd been watching him, I'd been really liking how lively he looked, and thought he'd be the guy. And to be fair, in that first game, he did look like he could have scored, but he did absolutely nothing. He got me four points and. And uh, obviously, eight points doubled. I got a weekly score of 32, which is three p- points below average. But I did take a couple of hits. So after my recent upturn in form, I've, I'm seeing red arrows again. So I'm going to need desperation this week to turn it around. I, I think like you've so. done all right
0: there with eight points for your captain, because there were so many blanks. And it was only really Watford and um, Burnley, wasn't it, the the double game week. So I I don't think many people picked a captain that returned more than two points. So I think you'd have been clocking eight points where others had four in most cases, I I would have thought.
1: Well, Well, I'm just looking at the highest scoring point team of the week and it's disgusting. It's got the captain of Pope with 38 points. I mean, that is super maverick, fair enough, but this has to be a bot. Venmi 12 Feminia 8 Kakos 6 Tarkovsky 14 and Kamara a bloke that I hardly know who We're plays
0: clearly a Burnley fan
1: yeah got 10. Was <laughs> well, so, Sean Dyche's neighbor exactly um just a quick note before we jump into the Mavericks mate obviously we, we reviewed uh last week a little bit there and we won't go too much into it because it wasn't exciting but all these fixture changes all these postponements all the fa cup games being chucked in we've got uh doubles for man united and brighton coming up and um, we've got doubles for arsenal and liverpool coming up the next week and then we could have blanks and doubles everywhere mate as a strategy plan how do you feel looking at all that because i am all over the show i'm just trying to keep three or four weeks in in in, in my lane of vision
0: Oh, mate, anxiety levels are through the roof over here. Um, I'm a planner. You know me well. Um, and so lots and lots of external things changing all the time make mm-hmm. it really difficult to plan. And it also tends to mean that your plans are, are ripped up in front of your in front of your eyes a lot of the time. So I definitely struggle with this type of um, FPL rhythm, I would say. Um and yeah, but at least I think we've got, from what I can see, a little bit of clarity now, don't we, on, on some double game weeks if okay. over the next two or three weeks. And the COVID postponements seem to have calmed down a lot and they've changed the rules now, which they, they should have done sooner. But um, so we should have less postponements. So I'm very hopeful that we're almost back to normal. Um, what's not normal is all the, as you say, all the game weeks will have blanks and doubles. It's going to be quite tricky. Um, yeah. But I think at least the games that are planned to happen will happen. Mm. <laughs> if not, I'm going to
1: have a nervous breakdown, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. I mean, it's not. It's not been fun the last couple of weeks. I must admit. But with all these doubles and chips being thrown about, there's uh, there's a big chance if you are, uh, even if you're 100 points behind a rival or a mate or the top of the league you play your chips right or you play your chips maverick you've got a chance of catching them so um as we always say fpl's a marathon not a sprint fixtures for this week so we just before we jump into the Mavericks again Newcastle Everton so that's a derby. that's a sorry relegation battle at this point even though Everton will touch on um I've got some big players in West Ham Watford Burnley Man United in part of the double for them Norwich, Crystal Palace, Man City, Brentford, Spurs, Tottenham, Aston Villa, Leeds United, Liverpool, Leicester, God, that could be a bloodbath, and then Wolves, Arsenal. So, some interesting fixtures there. Roscoe, with that in mind, I will let you jump in with the first Maverick this week, mate. All right.
0: Uh, yeah, I know. And, and there's quite a few of those fixtures. You, you look at them and you think that's a good team against a weak team in most cases so you know if it plays out as you think maybe this there's gonna be a high scoring week my first mathmate is um a player that I may transfer in today like um it. they are um owned by eight or nine percent uh sorry uh, yeah eight point six percent currently owned uh, it's a defender And this is not like a big hitter, um, double-digit point scorer um, in most weeks, but I think it will be a good part of a team uh, for the next few fixtures. So I'm going with Emerick Laporte. Wow. Like it. Um, This is me trying to be clever here, mate, and so it could all backfire. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's obviously... Um, favoured over stones um, at the moment most of this season so so you, you're almost guaranteed that unless he gets injured he's going to be playing Yeah, uh, and you've got to take that with a, a City player
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've also got the fact that he is 5.8 mm-hmm. now I've got Cancelo as probably a lot of people do because he's about 49% owned I was looking is that what he is? And, and he's nearly he's 6.8 I think at 6.9 so you're talking about by putting in Laporte you've got cover for all those clean sheets he does get up and score the odd goal he's not going to be as dangerous as Cancelo understand that but there's actually very little between them in the last 10 or 15 games mm-hmm. um you know Cancelo maybe has been underperforming but he's expensive to have there doing the same points or in, in recent weeks less than Laporte and then your forward fixtures Brentford this week I think has to be a clean sheet
1: mm-hmm.
0: um then they go on to Norwich and then they've got Tottenham then Everton so I I think uh yeah I, I think getting in a, a, even doubling up a city defense is what I'm thinking of doing especially yeah. for this week
1: I think that's a good strategy because um you know Norwich and Brentford that could easily be clean sheets and six six points and a, and a bonus and Americ Laporte is a likely candidate to get on the end of a De Bruyne free kick or a Mahrez free kick, isn't he as well? So um he
0: could get the odd goal, which which
1: he's done. Yeah,
0: this is my this is my thinking. So it also will. um Now I might I might double up because of the fixtures and keep Cancelo, but it would allow you to save a million if you swap them out without sacrificing really that many points, if any. And yeah. um, based on recent form. Um so, yeah, it could strategically free up some funds as well for, for somebody.
1: Yeah, man, I agree. And I think at that price point, there isn't that many strong candidates. Like, all the premium defenders are six and above. Um, there is a couple a little bit lower now that probably could be looking at good, good players in, in Dina. And I can't even go for, go as far as someone like Soufal, even though he's got good fixtures. But, yeah, I think American Laporte, Man City, best defense in the league best team in the league against Brentford who for me I called weeks ago a relegation candidates and then Norwich who have had a bit of an upturn but are still you know relegation candidates so even for them two games if you chucked him in and just rode him for two weeks like you say you're gonna you're gonna do well I think
0: I, I, I would add just as context I'm, I'm I still have both free hits to use yeah um so I'm I'm going to be free hitting I think game week 26 right like the big double game
1: week yeah I think that's a good call so-,
0: so all I'm looking at is this week and next week because my players will change in 26 and then through to 27 um, you know yes I'll need some transfers by then or I could be looking at wild carding any point from 27 onwards um, but I'm not going to wildcard yet, which means that I've got, all I really need to worry about is get points this week, next week. Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't matter who I've got, cause I'll free hit the
1: following week mm-hmm. and then I'll reassess in, in a month's time. So that, that's, that sounds pretty good strategy, mate. Um, while well, we're on this chat, I'm the ag- exact opposite. I had 14 days of no FPL and I was going mad and bored. So I decided to wildcard, um, and my strategy is. I'm going to have a go at the Brighton Manu double. I'm going to bench boost. wild well, kind card of this week to so bench boot for next week, and then chucked in a couple of Liverpool and Arsenal players, um, to try and hit that next double and just go against the grain. Cause I think the Twitter template is more likely to be wild card in, in the game week 28 and playing around with the 30 blanks. So very interesting, but you can play it your own way. Can't you mate? That's the whole, that's the whole thing yeah i
0: worry a bit like the double game weeks you look at what happened with those watford players a a lot of people piled in even though it was watford because of the double game week and it it just didn't pan out um the people that did get high hauls was with people like pope that not many people would have seen coming at all but so you you know you can you can almost be blinded like well they've got two games so i'll put them in but like who are they actually playing and and are they informed because In game week twenty five, uh, there's only two. There's only two players. Uh, sorry, two double game week teams. Um, sorry, two fixtures where you've got Villa. Sorry, Brighton have got the two, uh, and as you say, United have got the two. um You know, Brighton play United. It's not an easy fixture. Like, can you say that Brighton would get a clean sheet against United? Mm-hmm. So that kind of like rules out the benefit of a Brighton defender, maybe. Yeah, uh, are, are Brighton going to score a lot of bag load of goals against United? No, nah. probably not. I, I would have thought not. So then you go, yeah, they've got two games, but what's actually happening in that second game? That could be a 1 1 or a 0 0.
1: Mm.
0: That's like my thing, but like, I overthink things as you know, mate. So I'm kind of like, yeah, double game week's a big headline, but it's like, well, actually, um, you know, United, Southampton, Brighton sounds good, but United, you can't really trust. So yeah, you want to cover those players like a Fernandez, maybe, but. No guarantees, sadly.
1: Yeah, and I think my thinking there is I really want Brighton Manu to be nil-nil because then I'll get the bench boost and the keeper clean sheets. And then the game before for Burnley, uh, Man United, and I think in the uh, they've got somebody else in the double game. are you this. keeping? Fernandez? do you think? think yeah, 100%. percent you got to hold him for this week. For your wildcard team, though? Yeah, 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 yeah even yeah. though he's flagged I think he's fine so you okay
0: so you wouldn't really want so you, you wouldn't want him to blank though would you against Brighton
1: uh no but the game before one <coughs> I, I want both of the teams to score loads of goals in the game before and then, if it's and then next... order... yeah. <laughs> okay. have they're... you uh, write a letter into uh or, or send him oh. an
0: Instagram message just so he knows what he's needing to do mate? Right? <laughs> i've done that before mate patrick against southampton and blank against brighton <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mate, no i'm i'm putting it out there so it'll happen but very very good i'll uh i'll jump into mine will i go for it yeah so my first maverick is 7.4 million owned i never thought i would be um Saying this bloke, but I watched the FA Cup highlights and I was like, "Wow, fair play!" He looks back um, under the new manager bounce, uh, and it's Richarlison um, yeah. ownership four point two percent. Looks really lively, mate. Do you think? Looks yeah. back to the best yeah absolutely mate he was in my thoughts as well Um,
0: and that's a great a good pick it's it's one of those where you it sounds like you're going off a bit of an eye test and a gut feel because he's not got a lot of games in form no um but you've got those like you say new manager great um performance in the cup
1: as a team as well as as individual yeah mate and obviously you've been you've uh first-hand seen Lampard's work He's brought in um, Donny van der Beek and Dele Alli in big, big money transfers. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think we're going to see of this Everton team? Are we going to see an upturn in form? I mean, the FA Cup is isolated because you know it's the FA Cup, but they need to win games otherwise they're dragged down into the relegation scrap. Yeah,
0: I think they'll be absolutely fine, mate. I think you know it was, it was a team that looked like they didn't as a player group didn't get on with Benitez didn't like his style yeah L- losing Dina purely because clearly him and Benitez didn't get on and then Benitez leaving a week later is a, is a terrible outcome isn't it yeah um so uh so so yeah I think it was a lot you know they're where they are because of the um manager player relationship not because of the quality and I think they'll quickly climb back up to comfortable mid-table um some good signings as you say there if he can get them performing and um he's he plays attacking football Lampard so he'll he'll want them on the ball with possession um he'll use pace where he can um and he's got yeah somebody like Richarlison who's who's a top top quality player sitting there Calvert Lewin um coming back so yeah no
1: no concerns over there mate they'll uh they'll be they'll be back I'm sure and then they've got the likes of uh, Anthony Gordon and, and Damari Gray, who have been shining lights of their season.
0: Yeah. When do you think we'll see these new players? I know they unveiled Delhi and Donny at the FA Cup game, but do you think he'll drop them straight in?
1: I don't know, mate. He should. I mean, really, they both played a bit. He should do. I mean, Donny van der Beek, I think's a great player. I don't understand why he never got a chance. I know Bruno's got stuff to do with that, and he's exceptional, but you'd think Donny van der Beek would definitely got more of a go um so yeah I mean he was amazing at Ajax so and Deli Ali again he, he is wasted talent like he had an amazing season a couple of years ago he's got a horrible attitude but if anyone can turn him around I think it could be Lampard he needs to resurrect his career so could be Lampard what worries me with Deli is he's it's
0: not like he's not had a few chances now because what's he had four managers three or four managers in a row all mm. try and get something out of him so he's basically gone I like Maurizio Pochettino and then doesn't matter who it is I'm not can't get honest. his
1: head you know can't get it right mm. yeah I mean I'm more I'm more set mm. that van der Beek will be a success that Deli will be for sure but there's still a chance
0: mind you I agree with you you sort of hinted there earlier like Lampard is probably um the sort of manager that might get something out of Ali you can talk to him arm around the shoulder and as a I don't know almost like a friend like a soft style like Pochettino's would have been very caring and supportive and then you go to Mourinho who's like having a go at you calling you lazy and then you go to um you don't really know what Nuno's style was like but then of course Conte would be very similar I imagine in, in terms of high expectation, and you bring the right attitude. It's not my job to, it's not my job to make you have the right attitude, sort of thing. That's what my take.
1: Yeah. On what Conte and you, Mourinho would probably be like. Mm, I agree. I think forty million is a really high price tag. Oh, they've oh, Daniel Levy's played a blinder, hasn't he?
0: Absolutely. Like, what are you paying forty
1: million for? Yeah. This I mean, Everton. if you're paying forty million for Dele Alley, how much is Rafinha worth? Sixty. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's he's got the
0: uh, you, you're paying similar price, uh, sort of um, similar ratios, Grealish, aren't you, for for what you're going to get out of it? He's mm, got the English. You're cap. Paying quite over the odds. Anyway, mate, yeah, I like uh, Richarlison. Yeah, and what else do you think? Uh, can you see him scoring what a couple of goals, or do you think he's going to take a bit of time to get back into
1: it? I think no, I think it will be good. I think um, I think they'll uh, Everton will win their game um, against Newcastle. I think although Newcastle have got much better, I think Everton will prove that they've actually got some Premier League quality players. I think Richarlison will score. I think if without Dominic Calvert-Lewin being injured, he could get a pen. Um, just going into his stats, he's having like two shots a game and this is when they were playing crap all season. Um, so yeah, I think I think he'll score and hopefully they'll bag me some points nice one should we go to the next one your second bro yeah I really
0: am denied about this and I I think I'm just so lost with midfielders there's so many midfielders um that I've gone with another defender that's okay that's good um and might surprise this one because he's he's very expensive um we just get the, the detail up but yeah I'm thinking um Andy Robertson I
1: really do want it I think he looks back to his best
0: he's only five percent owned at the moment is That's he crazy isn't it yeah so he's five percent owned and Trent is 47 percent owned wow um he he clearly uh, yeah I mean I, I'm sure everybody listening has, has seen um over the last three or four games that Robertson's played he's been you know almost man of the match He's got goals and assists. Um, he's at the centre of everything. There's a little part of me that wonders how much of this seems to have coincided with Salah being in Afcon. Yeah. Does Salah not being over on that right hand side, sort of that right hand side being weaker, mean that more is coming from the left?
1: Yeah, I know. What you mean. It might be
0: more even when it's Salah, uh, Salah, <laughs> Salah and Mane. I don't know. That's like a again, you know, maybe going into too much detail, but. Is it correlated, this rising form yes. of Robertson to Salah not being in the team? Uh, and they're therefore, it could flip back to more balance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, you know, he's up to eight assists in the league this season, puts him number two behind Trent, who's got nine. Well, mm-hmm. it's nine and 10, eight or nine, nine or 10, can't remember. Um, only 5% owned. And I think, obviously, it gives you a great chance as a Maverick pick. 47% of people have Trent. He does nothing or clean sheet only robertson gets insist um you know you're you're stealing a march on a hell of a lot of players 50 percent of the league uh because people are not going to be able to afford both so i think it does have to be one or the other unless you've got really cheap alternatives elsewhere in the team but um i think if i was wild carding i would swap robertson for trent um also because personally I'm trying to gain spots in in the league yeah there's no point sitting with Trent when 50 percent of people have him yeah I think when Robertson's form is so good it is better than Trent's he's actually delivering returns in all these recent games feels like a no-brainer to switch over if you can Mm. um because you'd like to get a better return over the next few games out of Robertson yeah this is that's my case mate what do you think
1: love it I think I, I i as i say i'm on the wildcard draft and at the moment he's not in there because i was worried that if liverpool do this um two score it'll wipe out trent's and robertson's clean sheets but i love the pick um i personally don't think you can go without trent in this run just because like you say if salah comes back i don't know every time i go against trent which i've done you've seen me have Robertson he screws me over and Trent goes and scores a free kick or something or like whips the yeah. ball yeah. it was
0: yeah but but when I, I remember you doing that I think and if I if my memory serves Robertson wasn't in great form like there was no it wasn't the same case as today where Robertson is clearly in really really good form
1: yeah no he is and I think but Robertson's a classy player so in my my thinking back then was just he surely has to turn it around you know
0: well they had the season where they were both neck and neck right weren't they they got to something ridiculous 15 or 20 assists each mm-hmm. and they were like competing and then it, it's very much been Trent outperforming in those in those measure you know metrics mm. there food for thought mate so uh, andy robertson um
1: a fellow scott <laughs> great pick mate. Probably his best player for many many years <laughs> yeah and probably will be for the next few years and, and you'll need him to play well to get to get into the bloody World Cup uh but I think yeah he, he's a really good player mate and you can see why he'd be a, a very measure, measured and Maverick pick and again I can't say by the end of tomorrow night he might come back in I need to look at my teammate for the 25th time um Yeah, I know. Yeah, you won't care. But if I see your team come in and you've got Robertson
0: over Trent and he bags, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll be looking at you like, I did that. Well, no, you see, I wouldn't know. If it goes the other way, I won't want any.
1: uh, I'd be like, well, mate, you make your own choices. (laughs) (laughs) Trent Trent won't leave my team, that's for sure. I don't think I will change. I think I've got my strategy in and that's what it is at the moment. Yeah. Cool, mate. Good pick. Um, Into my second this is real maverick because I, I genuinely didn't believe the hype around him for a little while mm-hmm. um because i hadn't seen him play so that was a load of rubbish but i was like this guy can't be that good like conor gallagher has been stealing the um spotlight yeah the all their attack attack goes through him but then this guy since um zaha and um I have gone to uh, AFCON he's really stepped up really and I've watched the last two games now and I now believe the hype um lovely left foot um really talented glides past players just looks like as a, a bit of a swan of a player um and he's got a big future it's michael Elise um he's only five points I thought you're talking about our
0: mate Barry Evans mate
1: <laughs> God he'd love it if I uh, if I said that about him he's more like Andy Robertson mate <laughs> um ownership is 02 percent um his XA which is the thing I want to talk about is 0.21, and he hasn't played that many games so that's a really high amount um of, of assists that he's knocking in per game his shot per 90 is 2.69 so he's having shots and the big stat that I like that's linked to the XA his minutes per chance created is 53 minutes point nine so if he gets a 90 minutes he's
0: he's going to get a couple of chances on just yeah one or two again Uh, can you do you know where he came from mate at least say just to me has appeared out of thin air in that in that palace squad i'd never heard of him don't know where
1: he's come from reading in this in this summer uh no it was a couple of summers ago he's, he's young is he yeah 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 so I, it's a bit weird i think he's like born in england but representing france under 18s by the looks of it um vieira's just come out and said he's a special talent but basically needs to keep working hard. Um, Oh, yeah. He's only 20. yeah he's only 20. Man, he's six foot one that's yeah. huge
0: and he actually for like a
1: winger so there is rotate like before like i think it's one of these things he's 5.4 so he fits into my wild card i think he's got amazing fixtures coming up he's yeah. got um norwich and brentford again so for me they're the two worst teams in the league and then he's got a double in chelsea and i can't remember the other one he ha- he does have risk of rotation because um Zaha and au are coming back you know he bright. could drop in and out, in and out of your bench yeah at that price anyway right that's what I'm saying so 5.4 for the next two fixtures even if he plays one and gets an assist or a goal I'm happy enough with that um, Can I ask you, who's your al- alternative
0: to this player if it was in your situation you've got five and a half ish in your wild card, at least as your pick for the Mav. But is there anyone that came a close second
1: that you were like, it's him? Or, I mean, to be honest, mate, no. Um, Ramsey, Jacob Ramsey, yeah, yeah. Well, he's in my wild card as well, to be fair. Oh, he's, he's in as well, okay. He's 4.6, but around that price, you've got Henderson, and Mbumo. Rice. I mean, the only other one I thought of was uh, Damari Gray. To be fair, yeah, it was Damari Gray. Oh, Yeah, because he's taking uh, corners for, for Everton. But the problem is Everton do have a great fixture list, but they don't have a double and they're playing Newcastle and Leeds. And with me being a Leeds fan, I actually think Leeds is a, is a difficult game for anybody. So yeah, I just think it was more of a fixture bias. Elise has got yeah. easier fixtures. No, I'm just
0: curious. It's it's tough at that price point, like you said. Everyone you listed there, apart from Mbwemo, who is an attacking player, they're not likely, they're great players, but they're not likely to be FPL point scorers, are they? Like a yeah. Rice or, yeah, I think you see, um, who else is down that way? Like Kovacic at Chelsea when he was when he was playing and fit, did pick up a few points, but you're taking a big risk, aren't you? Yeah, hey,
1: mate. Cool. Elise, that's it. I think he does. Yeah, he's a bit maverick. He's definitely maverick, and yeah, what not? We're points. seeing the end of Zaha, aren't we? He's been
0: at, he's been the centerpiece of Palace for a decade, and mm-hmm. um, his points return this season isn't, isn't great. But also, they've got so many other options. He's just not. It's not like pass it to Zaha. No. Palace for years was just get it to Zaha and then he'll do the rest, either create a goal or an assist. Whereas now he just sort of is just this, I would say the same sort of cog in the machine as everybody else when I've watched Palace play. Doesn't mm. see any more or less of the ball, really. You see a moment of brilliance from him because he's class, but I think you, it, it's going to be spread, isn't it? It's Gallagher, Elise, Ayu, Zaha, they're all sharing the load this year yeah
1: like, and that's it like he's still got Eze sorry so Eze as well yeah absolutely Ed
0: still, mate, and I, I don't really want to have him I can't justify another transfer to get rid of him when they've got Norwich I don't think and maybe he'll go to my bench but I think looking at Palace he just seems to be he keeps getting pushed into a deeper role I don't know if that's what you've yeah. seen so I think it is going to be an Elise or even like Ayu has been up there but Gallagher was brilliant but he was really playing like an attacking 10 when he got all those points yeah I just don't see him playing that role at the moment so he's kind of a bit of a dead weight
1: in my right. team but yeah and Elise's on free uh the whip in in swinging left footers as well so if he's not although Gallagher does take all the free kicks and set pieces if it's in elise territory he takes him as well which is another string to his bow
0: yeah i'd love to see will hughes doing a bit more there mate as a derby fan yeah. uh, he hasn't really made a massive impact but um tidy player
1: it's a bit of a soft spot for him don't you mate
0: oh mate yeah we take him
1: back so just just before uh we jump into the uh mavcap and the bargain bucket State of affairs, I think, at the moment, I mean, it's not done and dusted, but we'll say Man City are going to win the league. It's theirs to lose, and then obviously Liverpool will be the only ones, in my opinion, to catch him. He's got a game in hand. I'd say you probably agree. Yeah. Relegation battle, though, mate. Up to, well, you could say Aston Villa, but we'll we'll say they're safe. Up to Southampton, so 12th spot, all the way down to Burnley and 20th. Who are your three that are getting relegated and why? <laughs>
0: leeds obviously
1: yeah fair enough i knew
0: that (laughs) no sorry did you say who's going to get relegated or who did i want to get relegated
1: no no (laughs) who's going to get relegated
0: oh okay probably not Leeds, then mate i reckon uh it's very interesting a few more twists and turns you're asking me this at the worst time actually because you've got a new manager at watford who knows what he's doing Mm -hmm. dean smith starting to make inroads at norwich Yeah. The new manager at Everton. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) everyone make Newcastle signing half the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's not a lot to go off. I think it's going to be different. I don't think it's going to be the same three necessarily that we've got at the moment. Look, I I think Burnley is is an easy one that I just don't think they've got enough. Yeah, I agree. um, To stay up with... If you just look at them versus other teams quality and and performances they're going to fight but i don't think they'll make it um Watford possibly on quality Roy Hodgson back as well but sure. he's he's yeah and he, i saw he five managers have not got a clean sheet at Watford and Roy Hodgson did it in his first game mm-hmm. mind you he did it against Burnley who probably the worst um attack in the league so can't read necessarily too much into that yeah uh, look it's it's the bottom four for me it's Norwich Watford Newcastle Burnley mm. oh sorry and Brentford those five um I agree with you that I think Brentford could be dropping like a stone here
1: mm. their
0: form is terrible um had they not had such a bright start they'd be down there yeah you know they they haven't picked up points for such a long time and they they're leaking goals so i think it's going to end up being burnley brentford and then it's going to be one of newcastle watford norwich
1: that'd be my pick yeah i agree i think newcastle could come good yes with the the firepower they've put in
0: they look like good signings i watched them on my flight back from the uk over christmas and three premier league games live in a row so that's the reason to fly emirates live football (laughs) and fly on a saturday
1: (laughs) Um, on this podcast
0: Trippier just looked class they've signed obviously other people since then but he just added so much uh that when he got the ball he was so he was so clearly a level above what they they've got um and his influence in the way he carries himself is like he's very much got like a captain mindset So i think he will be huge for them in the dressing room and on the pitch and then you got to add in those other signings they've made they're going to add quality i think even target didn't have a great start to the season and and has been dumped out of the the villa squad but compared to that i think he's definitely a step up on the on left back for them
1: Mm. yeah he's still an
0: improvement from where they were at definitely um they got the young lad i've forgotten his name who's now actually been left out the squad. Um, but the, 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 there's a, a, a lad playing left back for Newcastle, someone would be able to tell me. Doesn't and um, because of all these new signings, he's actually not even made the 25-man squad. So he's went from playing to, to not even being named in the squad. Um, so, yeah, I think even, even um, targets an upgrade and, and just will...
1: We've, we've got Dan, Dan Burn as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, they possibly overpaid there, haven't they? But you never know. They've been playing Paul Dummett at left back. That's not who I was referring to. But um yeah, I think competition for spots as well. Anyway, that'd be my uh, yeah. I think we have on similar lines there, aren't we, mate? Yeah, Leeds will
1: be fine. Leeds will be fine, mate. As I think you know, they so. will be. If we win the games in hand, or even just scrap a, a win against a big boy, then we'll be all right. If you lose
0: um, Phillips and Rafinha in the summer, then you will be down next year. But if you keep them, you'll be fine.
1: You well, then again, mate, just double the devil's advocate. If we lose them, we'll gain a hundred million got pounds. So we'll spend that. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. right, mate, math cap for you this week. So, although actually, normally there's no we haven't spoke about him, but Salah's not back yet, so there's no perma captain. Um, so this is just yeah, just who's your captain this week, mate? Yeah,
0: I think we're running out of time here as well, so I'll keep it brief. But um, this is an easy one. It's a gut, well, easy one to to explain because it's not really based on anything but a gut feel. Um, I think I'll go Coutinho. Nice. What's the reasoning? It's Coutinho (laughs) Or is it that's my only reasoning? Um, I think what he did in his cameo before the break just shows he's a, he's a he's a world-class player that can win games on his own and Gerrard's the right sort of he's clearly got a lot of respect for Gerrard he's actually gone to the club I know he didn't have the best of times and he would have probably had to take a step down but I don't think he needed to step all the way down to where Villa at mm-hmm. and I think he's done that for Gerrard yeah Um. so you've got great relationship with the manager the right person to get the best out of him it just what he did in 15 minutes (laughs) just tells you the guy's quality um and he's playing against Leeds, which is a good fixture um we might agree to disagree on that but like for for coutinho to be able to dart past a couple of players and put one in the top corner he can do that against any team in the league so um I think that Leeds is a fixture that gives him a chance if he plays. I don't even my only worry would be I, I don't know if he'll start and get 90 minutes but based on he'd only played um but um 15 minutes before Gerard said he wasn't match fit when he signed but they've had two weeks of training. He's played for Brazil too. And he's been playing as a yeah. So I think god you've got to start Coutinho so today. Gerard should start him. I would captain him. He will do something against Leeds
1: hot off the press mate well done continue like it very Maverick um my bargain bucket for this week will be Alanga of Manchester United Greenwood's obviously out of the picture for being a dick off the pitch although it's not been proven yet um just leaves a, a spare spot and I think Alanga's taken it I think he's close to starting anyway over Greenwood so um yeah i think he's really cheap he's 4.8 you get him in this week you fit him in he's got that amazing run of game double and then i think it is uh leeds united who you know they put seven passes last time so or six <laughs> so yeah um that will be my go for a mate yeah good
0: good option mate i've got a draft somewhere with fernandez and Alanger in it um mm. he's so cheap isn't he for yeah. what did you say it was 4.9 4.8 4.8 and he's probably gonna start yeah exactly um Sancho scored in the FA Cup that was a shocker performance for the team I think
1: yeah yeah yeah, um, well, yeah.
0: he's a bit like Alise Alanga like he, he'll come in and out and he's just worth having I reckon yeah I like it
1: one thing thing sorry one last question for you before we go mate um very decent pod as always from you Ronaldo versus Kane this week who scores more
0: (laughs) oh mate I've got Kane in my team and I'm probably gonna switch him for Fernandez I feel like moving to Fernandez is a red massive red herring I'm gonna walk right into this trap um because what I always do is I, I end up going with the slightly bigger crowd because for fear of missing out. So, um, but I have Kane at the moment. I think Kane will be better than Ronaldo to answer your question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And this is the thing, mate. I can easily bring in Kane because I've got the cash. Your then, team
0: must be. Like, I've got no flex in my team other than this. I've got this one premium at 12, you know, whether it's um Kane or Fernandez De Bruyne I can only get one and then I've averaged up the whole squad over the weeks so I'm at a point where I would need to I would uh, yeah I can't do anything unless I wild card because I need to knock a mill off every player yeah to create that sort of um space Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so mate I would go we didn't really chat about City I think I've got Foden desperate for him to do something. Brentford could be a four or five nil game I think Mares, a great option if he but you don't know who he's going to play and where he's going to play them he could play Foden or Grealish as a false nine could play Jesus could play Sterling it's a nightmare trying to figure out for FPL but I think that would be a big scoring game for City and um De Bruyne obviously a lot of people are going to go with so you've got De Bruyne Kane Fernandez um as your big three and then people will have an eye on how do you get salary in, yeah. in a week or two um yeah if I if I was doing it mate I would go De Bruyne this week for Brentford mm. I actually think De Bruyne maybe is a better fixture than Fernandez away to Burnley yeah you're, you're probably right but then there's... But then man you've got the double game week you put De Bruyne and you've got to move him on again um it's a nightmare mate this is why I said at the beginning of the pod I've got I'm going around in circles here I've got more drafts than can fit on my camera roll I'm going to need to buy more memory space from uh pretty iCloud at this at this point in time um so yeah mate Kane over
1: Ronaldo though yeah he's back he... mate you see his goal class yeah I think I think I could do that this week I could switch just swerve Ronaldo I don't know I don't know what to do
0: and son's back yeah throw him in mate 10 10 10 and a half for him so i was i was thinking go real mav fernandez and son
1: this week oh you've just i thought i was pretty set and then now you've said this i'm all over the show it's exciting actually isn't it because we've had so few options for so long
0: and you know me i i basically had a mental nervous breakdown over Christmas because of all the postponements to my and and players I, I lost through through that as many would have um it's really struggled to uh deal with the changing circumstances now we know what the fixtures are but there's so many player options it's sort of a different um it's a very different challenge to figure it out it's going to be open it wide up. open I think it's going to
1: open it up yeah mate. agree cool thanks for coming on buddy pleasure as always Cheers, mate. Love the pod. Keep up the good work, Benny. Cheers, mate. Catch you soon.